Would you ever quit a stable job to start full-time blogging? Well, passion makes you do crazy things. Today, we have with us a lawyer by profession and a food, travel and lifestyle blogger by passion, Devashri Sangvi, who runs her own blog called The Crazy Indian Foodie. Let's understand the reason behind her choices and what goes into the making of a food, travel and lifestyle blog. Hi Devashri, how are Hi, you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am good too. Okay, so back when you started, food and travel blogging was largely looked upon as a hobby and not hmm. a career. Hmm. So what make you take that plunge from law to this at that point of time? So I actually always had a deep passion for food and travel, especially while growing up, I've been watching my grandmother cook some amazing food at home. My parents always loved to travel. I traveled a lot. I loved exploring new cuisines and new tastes. So honestly, I started the Crazy Indian Foodie first as a website for my recipes, but I actually started it as a page back in 2015 because a lot of my friends used to keep asking me about, you know, where is the best street food? or where, for example, is the best Chinese restaurant, etc. And I always knew that because I was such a massive foodie. Um, so, you know, I started it in 2015 where influencer marketing or blogging as such was still in its nascent stages. It had right, not really, right. you know, become a big thing as it is today. So I never started it with the aim of making it my full-time career because I was still studying law at that point of time. And I always wanted to be a lawyer. Um, but, you know, eventually okay. it, the page grew so much and got such an amazing response. I started working with so many different brands um, so that when I actually completed my law degree and I got a job at a law firm, I found it very difficult to, you know, manage both um, careers. So yeah, I simultaneously. Decided, right. So, you know. I thought that instead of being the jack of all trades and master of none, it's better to focus on one. And I could always, of course, go back to law if at all the need arised because I had my degree. So I decided to take the plunge. It was a massive risk. Uh, but, you know, I thought, let me go for it because by that time, the blog was already well established. This was in 2017. So I put okay. all my energy and my focus into building it even into a bigger brand, into a bigger page. And I think it's, it's, I'm happy with the decision I took. And yes, to answer your question, in today's time, blogging is a very viable career option with the growth of influencer marketing and with the growth of brands realizing how important it is to work with the right influencers to talk about their products. Right, right. But I'm sure that the journey uh, would have its own ups and downs because nothing worth having comes easy in life. Mm -hmm. So how challenging was the process for you? So you're absolutely right. It's not been an easy journey. It's been over five and a half years since I started this blog. And uh, it's, of course, had a lot of challenges on the way. A few being that I had no idea about technology, which goes into influencers, uh, where, where, uh, sorry, which goes into social media, for example. Marketing. I was, yeah. yeah, yeah, I was just very new, you know, like everyone else at that point or this whole thing. So I had to learn how to say, click photographs, how to edit 
edit how to yeah, shoot editing. good videos you know how to uh, understanding facebook and instagram algorithms understanding audiences understanding how ads work how digital marketing works even something like seo or s uh, social media marketing yes. i did not know these things you know because i was studying law but i of course knew that i wanted to grow my page and i wanted to build this amazing community that we have now so i taught everything to myself i experimented with the content i of course uh, slowly and steadily built a team but initially in the first few years i did everything myself and i still do a lot of the work myself but i learned everything and uh, you know that of course came with its challenges a few other challenges were of course not being paid for anything initially especially in the first two three years because influencer marketing was new that time brands you know probably wanted to do barter so kind of sustaining without uh, being sure as to whether this is going to turn out to be a career option also facing a lot of challenges where you know brands don't pay you on time and you know where people actually try to put you down saying oh you're a woman and you know how can you run a business on your own you know with the society's perception of that um so lots of things of course ups and downs keep coming but um, i think that only makes you learn and grow as a person And, definitely uh, yeah definitely so yeah that is the reason i mean we are here interviewing you and people want to know your journey thank you yeah so it is it was definitely a difficult phase uh, not only from like there are some personal challenges there are some financial challenges so it seems like a roller coaster ride for all of it so mm. what kept you going during that phase So honestly uh, the most important thing being my passion which has never become less uh, it's in fact increased over all these years of traveling and eating at new places and you know exploring these cuisines and also what kept me going was was that I, I had a lot of support from my parents and from my family they really supported me in my decision of whatever i wanted to do and also so even great. my followers right like people were you know always asking me about recommendations they used to love what i posted they used to make my recipes or go to the places i recommended and they gave me all this love and all this um, you know this energy that came from people and i i feel happy by being able to provide something good for people to see you know which can inspire or educate them and i think that is something that really kept me motivated the love from the people from my family from my followers i think that is the most important factor right that's great you kept us going to places and it was <laughs> vice versa too absolutely get you going also True. Yeah. So today we can see you have a community of approximately 3 lakhs if I'm not wrong. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we can definitely hear all the hard work and passion that has gone into it. Mm-hmm. So when was the first time you realized that the crazy Indian foodie is going to go places? So honestly when I first started I had no idea that you know this would become so big and this would be something that I'll be doing uh, as a full time uh, career but I think uh, you know eventually I think one one and a half years into starting when I started receiving a great response on my post I started working with a lot of brands not only local but also international brands I worked with a lot of tourism boards 
hotels restaurants i uh, with big companies i you know got a chance to travel to the uk sri lanka greece etc you know all these things started happening and you know i realized that this has the potential to become something really big and i know that it will be a lot of hard work but i can really do this and make it um into a massive uh, community of people who love traveling who love food love love cooking and yeah i think one one and a half years into starting i realized that you know this is actually something which is which is amazing yeah that's so great we all are learning how to believe in our in our ideas at a very nascent stage also hmm so yeah nowadays there's a cutthroat competition in every field including mm-hmm. food and travel blogging influencer marketing etc right so how do you think your content stands out so i believe that competition is there but it's also good because it keeps you on your feet it keeps you uh, you know always working hard to create content that's relevant and that Definitely. educates people so you know i think content is king and content is key to growing your pages as well so we i make sure that my content is something that people have loved in the past the kind of content because of course there's research you have analytics on instagram you see which post performs better which people want to know i always keep having polls and you know question answer sessions on what people want to see what kind of recipes or what kind of content they want to see and that's what i post of course my content is high quality um and it's also something which is not super artificial you know that people can't relate it's for example like something which i make at home or which my grandmother makes at home it's well shot and edited but it's also something people can relate to so i think uh, and also you know for example seasonal stuff like right now it's raining so i'll post say pakoras right. you know monsoon recipes mango recipes so of course your content needs to be high quality it needs to be engaging it needs to be able to inspire and educate people on something to make them want to take action on it so yeah i mean that's obviously every day uh, 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 you know a lot a big task to be able to create that content and to grow and stay relevant but i think the competition keeps everyone on their feet and it's good to see so many people um, you know you know speaking their hearts out and creating such amazing content right moreover real content is what i feel the consumer today is looking at hmm. so i'm glad that you are catering to their interest and it is helping you grow thank you yeah uh, i read that you have visited more than 25 countries and n number of hotels hmm so which is your favorite experience till date So honestly I think every place I go to has its own charm you meet a lot of different people you try new food you know you have amazing experiences but I think so far two of my favorite places have been Greece and the UK uh in Greece I have been the only Indian media to be invited for a month long test trip and uh, you know we explored oh, these great. yeah we explored these amazing uh, islands in the cyclades we explored the food the culture the met a lot of people in the uk I went to the i went on a food and wine tour with visit britain in 2019 and mm-hmm. i actually went to the uk twice with them in 2019 but this is the food and wine trip where we actually explored 
some amazing local produce in vineyards in southeast england we got to stay at a 900 year old castle eat at these amazing michelin star restaurants so of course and you know i was with uh, i was from india and we had people from denmark and usa and etc five to six journalists and it was really an incredible uh, experience it's a beautiful country with a lot to explore and i definitely love to go back as soon as we can travel again and i can say the same for greece yeah yeah listening at you i think so many of us would want to go there yeah absolutely yeah so uh, honestly when i look at different dishes online they are curated and presented so well mm-hmm. that i wonder if food bloggers have all the food they capture <laughs> um so yeah i mean obviously when i go out to restaurants i have one or two people with me a photographer or a plus one um so yeah there is of course the food doesn't go to waste i'm completely against food wasters so we always share the food or if i'm cooking at home i have my family so we always uh, you know always share the food that we make so yeah we do actually eat the food we cook okay okay even your post when i see there was a recently mutter paratha yes. and different pakoras post so it's a 1 minute or a 40 second like delectable video hmm. but i'm sure the process is not as smooth as it looks in those in that 1 minute mm mm-hmm. so what goes really behind its making honestly there is a lot of hard work and effort in shooting and creating content and even more in editing it so what you see in one minute probably takes 4 to 5 hours to shoot and another 3 to 4 hours to edit so obviously that one minute and 40 seconds is the final product but uh, there's a lot of effort that goes into it and as i said we need to stay relevant and we need to create high quality engaging content so that's what we aim to do but it's definitely um lot of hard work mm-hmm. and sweat and tears behind every piece of content that's seen oh my god i think we all should start valuing these videos more absolutely we just keep on scrolling and scrolling mm, exactly people should engage people should save really? like. yeah <laughs> at least save like comment absolutely right i am definitely going to do and i hope many of my listeners would too yes please thank you <laughs> yeah we have often seen you posting your dadi's special Hmm. for instance handwo made by her right. or the recently posted mutter parathas which i was talking about hmm. so does your grandma's cooking has an influence on you absolutely so dadi is an amazing cook and as i said i've grown up watching her and learning from her and i still do and you know i'd love to share her recipes with the world because there are some of them which have these little secrets and tips and you know and things which are only made at home and you know say for example karanjis or puris and stuff like that you know we still make our nashta at home we make our ghee at home you know dahi vadas etc like mutter paratha so these right. are things which she loves and i love learning from her she is my main inspiration for my food and for my recipes and i love showcasing her um talents to the world and absolutely people are loving it people love seeing her recipes they are reminded of their own grandparents and i think grandparents are from an era which um, honestly which we are we don't really have much connect with and i think that's that connect which i have with dadi because you know they've seen so much they've learned so much over the years and i think it's always important to respect and and um, learn from them definitely 
and cooking from grandparents i personally feel they are the root cooking the roots absolutely, of cooking absolutely so mm-hmm. we would definitely like to see more of dadi cooking also definitely i'll tell her <laughs> yeah so your advice to budding food and travel bloggers um all i'd say is that never lose your passion behind wanting to earn money and you know don't be in this race to get more followers it will happen if you make sure your content is good you have to work hard there's no um, easy route to this you have to work hard it takes time um so put all your energy and effort into this and i'm sure that you will succeed okay uh, the last question here is that your profession appears to be goals mm-hmm. like but i'm sure no two days are the same mm-hmm. and it's very different on the inside Hmm. because you have to capture every food even before you can taste it hmm. make videos of places even before you can experience it hmm. so how do you strike a balance between capturing the food and moment and experiencing and absorbing it all right um so i think that when i am shooting something say a destination i'm already in it right so i am experiencing it as well and i make sure that i don't shoot like like say if i'm in a place for an hour i'm not shooting for the whole hour i shoot the important bits and you know i am there to experience and understand it as well because i cannot write about something unless i experience it so for example a food i'll shoot it but then That's of right. course i'll taste it so i wouldn't write about it unless i really liked it and i like the whole experience so so of course it is a fine balance sometimes you do miss out on you know the experience but i try and uh, keep a balance of both Okay. Before I wrap this up, there's a short Q and A for you. Okay. So, out of all the methods of cooking, which is your personal favorite? Um, when it's for me, like a basic uh, stir fry is one of my favorite methods because you know it's used across so many different cuisines, and it's just okay. a really nice and healthy way of using your fresh produce and incorporating it into your daily lives. Okay, one thing that you love and one that you dislike about your profession. So what I love is the chance to you know meet so many people, explore cuisines, interact with followers, taste a lot of new things, explore new places. But what's what I also don't like is that if you are a social media personality, you're always judged. For example, I uh, don't have a perfect uh, figure, right? And a lot of uh, you know trolls and a lot of people are like oh my god you're so fat you know you shouldn't eat this you shouldn't be doing this and basically they try and put you down but i think um, honestly i am also pro loving your body and body positivity while of course trying to live a healthy life and i think these are some things that just um, should be ignored yeah i think there's no figure is perfect it's Absolutely. just how people see all yes. sizes are good Yeah, but I think so, in India we have this whole uh, thing that you know you should have that size zero or it should be thin and uh, yeah, that that that's just the perception. But honestly, we are trying to change that. I'm completely about body positivity, loving yourself, loving exactly. your body, and being happy. Honestly, so exactly, we all should be like that. I mean, I I don't think. we should judge somebody depending on their body caste color creed it's Absolutely. all about what that person holds and what yeah. that person is here to offer you yes i agree your favorite cuisine it has to be indian i mean there's nothing <laughs> more versatile 
and more beautiful than our ghar ka indian food i mean there's just so mm. much diversity in cuisines every two hours you go there's a new uh, cuisine for example take something as simple as aloo ki sabzi it's prepared in different way in every house so you know it's right. just it's beautiful and i think there's still so much more i want to explore in it and i think nothing in the world beats the beauty and the the deliciousness of indian food the way with with which you said indian <laughs> i mean i i could just hear your happiness over <laughs> a call even no no so absolutely we have to support local we have to support local definitely and you know i feel a lot of times ke apna jo you know our spices our everyday ingredients like ragi for example is not given as much importance as something like quinoa you know which everybody right. will really be like oh i'm being you know gluten free and this and that are but we have so much in our own country we have these amazing millets and grains which are not getting as much importance you know there is so much here that we can right. do we need to really go back and you know look at our ayurvedic principles our ancestors how they are still healthy like for example my my dadi is more active than me at my age i'm so lazy because of our devices and everything but she is so active because she's still not from the whole smartphone generation and she eats well you know so this right. is something and also that she's on. eaten yeah also that she's eaten over the years exactly she's eaten good food and we have so much good food in india we have so much so many things that for example can be high protein gluten free etc but we just keep promoting you know things from other places where we have so much here that that just needs to be in the limelight limelight right there's so much more to explore just so much right absolutely Is there any kitchen secret still hidden from the public eye? I mean, even though you post a lot about your food and ingredients and recipes, but something which is a secret. Honestly, the only secret I have is cooking with love. And if you put <laughs> love, and you know, you cook for somebody you really love and you care for, and that I think reflects in your dish. And uh, I think that's the most important thing. And of course, using good and high quality fresh ingredients too. But yes, cooking with love is my kitchen secret. Okay, so now that the monsoon is here, and like mm-hmm. you were saying that you share pakora recipes and mango recipes because there's more relatable. Right. So on a rainy day, you would want to eat. I would want to eat a nice hot cup of adrak wali chai and some fresh kanda bhajiyas. Like I think that's the ultimate monsoon um, day meal for me. Ultimate. So many chai lovers are going to come to yeah, you. Yeah, in now. fact, I just I'm posted. I just posted about some kesar chai and some pakora. So you all should go check it out on my Instagram, the Crazy Indian Foodie. Definitely. Uh, Why do you think it is important to celebrate your journey, which is the podcast? I think it is um, important to you know let people know about what you do to try and inspire everybody else. But it's also important to stay humble and you know always keep uh, this goal of growing more and never settle. Basically, yeah. Definitely. Thank you so much, Devashri. It was Thank lovely you. having you with us here. Lovely, lovely. I hope your followers will check out our social media pages, the Crazy Indian Foodie. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I have a website as well. So please go check it out and follow us and engage with us. Thank you.